This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've always told me you've had good instincts. And I'm not saying that John Jansen cheated, but when he chose to go to the quiet woman... Who the fuck is John Jansen? Shannon Bedore's ex-boyfriend. Who the fuck is Shannon Bedore? <laughs> the woman from Orange County. The real housewife of Orange County. Okay. You predicted that because he gave a statement to people that he's looking for the limelight. Well, yeah. guess what? He's got his going to taking his date to the that was funny taking his date to the quiet woman which is oh, like yeah someone told me someone, someone told me someone sent sent me a DM that I nailed it I called it yeah uh, well you know. both of you and the girl that slid into your DMs you were both right yeah all right. Welcome, you doctored dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. Somebody's got to send her a th- th- uh, uh, thesaurus. Uh, yeah, there you go. Thesaurus. An alliteration one. Yeah, someone. She's got <laughs> Doctor Dirties. What? You really? You know, like five D words, man. You're gonna see it. So you're gonna see yourself mulling it every week. It's like you've, you know, put yourself into this corner now. Give me a. And you don't know what to do every week. Can I buy a vowel pad, yeah. Jack? You dachshund dirties. Ooh, dachshund. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, take it from the top, player. Degenerate dirties. Degenerate yeah, dirties. Look at That's that. a good one. Yeah. I like dirty Diana, you know. Dude, who doesn't? I don't have any more D's. You got these nuts. <laughs> there you go. So, how was your week, Tommy? I'm uh, Tommy, you're MJ. Yeah, sort of. Well, this is Tommy and MJ. You're tuning in to a show where you're going to laugh, cry. Oh, it's going to be eventful for you. Absolutely. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. I had a great great. week. I had a very busy, lots of work. Lots of just work, work, work. I had a pretty busy week, too. And I, I think speak right now. back from the holidays, we're in the full swing. No more holidays. <laughs> it's no more February. Get to be in February before you know it. Exactly. No, no more holidays. Had, yeah, we're back in full swing. Yeah. Everyone's back. Everyone's in school. There was MLK was last. We're everyone, we are back. Absolutely. Deep in the scuba diving, in the work of like we 2023. Never yep. I personally feel extremely motivated. Still, listen, I mean, we're grinding. I woke up every single morning and hit the gym at 6 a.m. Pretty proud of my productivity levels, if I'm going to be honest. Good. You lost a ton of weight, too. You jumped on the scale, no? What was it, 30 pounds? Yeah. That's pretty fucking impressive, folks. I hit 30. Hey, look at that. You made a comment today when we were in Malibu. You were like, baby, you've lost some inches. But I honestly 
didn't want to like tell you I wasn't sure if it was a compliment because I know that you probably like me thick. You know how Leah Rimini's husband prefers her to be thick than thin? Yeah. I feel like you prefer me that way. But like we met, I wasn't thick. No, I, I just said your caboose. Your caboose looks like it lost a layer. Right, but I want to know if, if you are um, mean that in a good way or not. Because Absolutely, you lost a lot of weight. But you notice it on your butt. Like that's a, that's tough to do, yeah. to lose the weight on a butt. That's like the, you know, the last layer. You know what I mean? You think the stomach is easy? Well, for men, it's different. Yeah, well, not men's asses, but stomach's always going to be the toughest. To get like a six pack, it's always going to be the hardest thing to do. But you could notice when someone lo like you look because it looks like you lost a layer. So you were trying to make me feel good. Yeah. Then I kicked your ass in a race. No, you didn't. Yes, I kicked your ass. I we kicked were, your ass. I kicked Sham's ass. We were, you guys, we were racing in the grass at Trancas Beach in Malibu. It was like call it a race. I mean, I I kicked everybody's ass. It wasn't really a race. I want to say I learned a lot. I've been reading this year, so this is like a big new new you, <laughs> new amazing. year, new you. Who dis? It's really fulfilling. I'm doing something new. You know what I mean? Like you do it all the time, but for me, I just feel like I'm learning things that are making me better. You know, better for well, you, better for not. Maybe I haven't shared it with you yet, but I feel like it makes you a more deeper person when you open your mind to. Some it's important that things. you read things that you want to read, though, because if you don't read things that you have an interest in or, you know, if it's stuff that's tedious, it's going to turn you off from the reading and it will turn you off from reading in general. On that note, one of the things that I was reading about was that when you want to pick up new habits, pick something that's going to be satisfying to you when you've done it. So if you use exercise as an example of pick something that's satisfying when you're done, you're going to want to go back the next day, right? So if it has to do with reading something or, or you know, trying to adopt healthier eating habits or anything that's lifestyle that's going to make you better, generally, if you pick something that you enjoy, not something that you resent or if you have to battle yourself too much, talk yourself into it too much, because ultimately you're not going to want to stick to it because you're not picking something that you really like. And then we have a tendency to make ourselves feel bad for not following through with stuff. For sure. Furthermore, they say that if you are, let's say, trying to do something great and they say you have to do something for 21 days um, minimum. Well, a lot of those numbers, have, for a long time, they were pretty concrete or at least whereabouts for habits, good habit forming, bad habit forming, that mm -hmm. type of shit. But because of social media, believe it or not, those numbers have all been thrown out of a fucking whack, you know, because... Yeah, it's some, for, for some it yeah. might be six months, for yeah. some it might be and three it, and months. it depends on the, on the habit, you know what I mean? Like smoking cigarettes is going to be a lot tougher to quit than, you know, going for a walk every day. So... It just depends. But yeah, you have to stick with it. And there's a, a monster in all of us, dude, that doesn't want to see you get better, that doesn't want to mm -hmm. see you do better, that doesn't want to see you change. That inside negative voice yeah, that tells you you us. can't. It's in us. And it comes disguised. Sometimes it comes disguised as your partner. Sometimes it comes disguised as your, you know, your boss. Sometimes it discovers as your kids and you'll put, you know, you that's the reason you can't do it. You know what I mean? But it's not. It's you, dude. You got to fight that monster. You got to fight that demon off. 
For me, I would be like, when it comes to the way I was raised by my dad, I feel like he wanted me to find the enjoyment in everything I did. So it was like being raised on whistle while you work or the exercise habit or the lifestyle habit. Like if you're going to have like a salad, don't make it with like drowning in ranch dressing because then it's not going to, you know, if it's full of cheese and this and all the bad things, then it's, yeah, it defeats the purpose. But at the same time, learn to cut that with a little bit more lemon, water down your dressing and do make it a little bit healthier. Don't deprive yourself. But I've always been... um Someone that's like, no, I'm going to enjoy whatever I pick. I'm going to find a way to enjoy it. So that's why you've had luck with this, because you found something that you enjoy. For for, for as long as I know you, you can't, you can never stick to a workout or any type of gym routine. Yes. Because you get lax. You didn't enjoy doing it. You know what I mean? If you don't enjoy doing it, it's real easy to make a pile of dirt a mountain to not do something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, I was going to go to the gym today, but then I had to walk Toya, and I got caught on the Toya, on, like, I caught on my walk. I was talking to the neighbor, and, you know, before shit got crazy, and now I couldn't go to the gym. You know what I mean? Right. But that's because you didn't really want to go to the gym. Right. You, know you were mean? looking for an excuse. Yes, but, like, you found something that you enjoy doing, and no matter what that is, you know, it might not be for everybody. That's not to say that anybody's out there needs to do F45. It's going to make change no, your life. No, I'm not even no, thinking I'm about that. No, I'm saying for anybody out there, you need to find something that you enjoy and that'll be the thing that change your life even the things that that like procrastination for instance mm. so let's say you have five things that you have to get done today and like you were saying with the dog you allow yourself yeah. to get sidetracked 100%. because you're looking to get 100%. distracted so that you don't have to do the thing that you think you don't want to do 100 you trick your mind your mind because you make excuses. you're trying to sell yourself it's not to anybody else no one else gives a shit it's yeah, you it's you, you know against what I mean? the world so it's you it's you that you, you have to sell yourself that oh yeah i was going man you know i was going self but then right. i got caught on that walk and now i can't go i can't do it my thing you is, know what i mean yeah my thing is like hey uh my administrative secretarial stuff that i have to do i'll tell myself You've got to do that in the morning because if you wait until the late afternoon, you doing that shit. your energy wanes. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll talk myself into like, oh, yeah, you can't do it. It's too late. One of the things you'll always see is that they'll tell you to do what you don't want to do most first. Cool. Get it out of the way. When you have the energy to do it, you're not lacking. And also, you're going to feel 10 times better when you get it done. And it's true. Yes. Boy, oh, boy, does your inside self-confidence burst up when you do conquer the thing that you think that you can't do. And when you build a good habit, you don't beat yourself up if you didn't do great another day. You just say, it's all good. Calm down. You know, every day we're not perfect. Consistency is key, man. Consistency is key. Every day you got to swing your axe, man. Keep swinging your axe and one day the tree's going to fall. But the key is to keep swinging your axe. And this week I've been pretty consistent And I'm looking back on the last six, seven months of my life, and I'm noticing that I wasn't hard on myself if I wasn't perfect every day. I wasn't tripping if I didn't feel like doing something because overall, five out of the seven days, I was doing pretty damn good. And I learned in reading that you shouldn't dwell on if you don't have perfect days because then you're going to like weigh yourself down and just focus on like the positive all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man, this week has been really good, productive. It's been long, hard days. I just feel really energized. 
And I think that it has a lot to do with paying attention to any pattern that like something makes me tired, I've cut it out. Like remember the days when I was like getting tired by drinking white wine? Those are like long behind me, right? Now it's like I'll notice if I get tired, if I have a sandwich. So I'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that to yourself. You got a stomach ache or just being like taking my health to like another level and paying attention to my body and knowing that for shams, like I have to, you know, it's like for you, for shams, for me, for my mom, for my job, for my clients, for just everything. It's, and wanting to live a long time. You and I Googled this morning, we were in bed and we were talking about Dr. Ruth. That's she's that, alive, you guys. I don't believe it, man. I don't believe it. That bitch got she's something <laughs> somehow she was 90 when she was in the 80s, and she's 94 now. How old was she then? She was fuckable then, apparently. Like uh, that, they say that, okay. like when she in the I'm just saying, like she was a normal <laughs> age in the 80s. Like when you when I remember Dr. Ruth, she looked a hundred and but she's 94 today, and she's still working. And uh, she was born in 1928. Yeah, she is in her mid 90s. Still giving speeches and shit. Crazy, crazy. Because you were talking about how she's always been con considered old. There's a meme that we've all seen where it has a 50 year old golden girl and then J Lo, and they're like, both of these women were 47, and you see J Lo looking 20, and you see you know one of the golden girls looking like she was in her 60s or 70s. So they're saying like the 2023 version of what a 40-something-year-old looks like compared to, you know, 40 years ago is different. Um, okay, getting back on track. So a couple days ago when Reza went on Watch What Happens Live and told Andy that he thought that Kyle was the most underrated housewife, it turned into her clapping back at Reza online. She also put out all these pictures in the same week about her her new body. She's got like washboard abs. Her boobs are teeny tiny. She had gone online and said, I had a breast reduction. Then people started to say, oh, she's on Ozempic. She's on Ozempic. I don't know what any Ozempic is. I saw, I, know, I saw that broad in wherever that was, Pacific Palisades. And she's not, she don't look like she looks in those pictures, dude. You know, I, I, we, you, you're right. You and I were there when we saw Kyle in person, but she did openly have work done, and that's mm -hmm. just the pressure that you know these women are putting. They're going under the knife, plus they're getting photo filters. But I was going to ask you a question. Now I know our girl Gigi chimed into the conversation too, because when Kyle denied the Ozempic, Gigi said, "Yes, it was." My question for you is, Tommy. Does it make a difference to you how somebody loses the weight? Not at all, but don't lie about it. If you're in the public eye like this, you got a bunch of, especially a lot of these women, they, you know, they're at home, they've, you know, they got kids, they might have packed on a few or whatever, and they're trying their best to do other shit, and you got her out there, oh, no, this is, if it was by using something that was, you know. Going to help you. Corking your back, you know what I mean? Right, if right. If you were doing something illegal, then you should tell people, you know what I mean? Like, listen, I don't want to set unrealistic expectations for you, but I'm lucky, I have means, and, you know, this stuff works. You know, if you could use it, if you could get your hands on it, do it. But to be like, oh, no, you know, that, that's ridiculous. Right, so basically, if you're a public person, then you have the obligation. 
I, I don't think it's just public. I think that, you know, if you're doing something, listen, if you're someone that is just from a local town or whatever, I don't think anybody's really asking. But if it really looks like that, someone's going to say, wow, you look fucking great. If it's just someone at the grocery store, maybe you don't want to open up like that. But if it's like someone in your circle or in your world, you don't want to, you know, oh, yeah, no, it's I've just been going to the gym, girl, and Pilates. You like know, Larsa, like, Larsa Pippen says that her body is all natural. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, come on, bro. Come on. So, like you said earlier, dude, like <laughs> Rue McClanahan was the whore on Golden Girls. And she was looked like a senior citizen in gold. She's and Jennifer Lopez's age. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's obviously something else in the water nowadays that doesn't that didn't exist then. People are preserving their youth somehow. Yeah, but again, I just think it's real, real unfortunate because you got to guys. I, I think I'm pretty out of touch in a lot of ways in that regard. But I don't know for as a guy coming up, it's definitely not as crazy as it is for girls. And now they're just they're setting real, real crazy. Crazy expectations, dude. You know what I mean? For men or women? For women. For girls. It's not yeah. even if it's for girls, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like how you're supposed to look. Yeah. And they, they want to take the perfect pictures. You know what I mean? Like Zeba's kids are on TikTok. I wouldn't want my kid on TikTok. But what are you supposed to do? Everybody in our class is on TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, I just think we're coming in the world. It's, it's, we, it's, we've never treaded this, on this before. And you could say that about any generation, right? The 10 years prior was never, oh, we never went through that or 20 years. But I think in the last 20 years, this shit's gotten so crazy that we don't even know how to, you know, you're trying to teach your kid how to deal with TikTok and you're on TikTok. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're trying to learn it, you know? So Well, I, the worst thing that ha could have happened. And I'm not just blaming TikTok. It's any of the social, it's any, you know what I mean? It's just like, like the well, world the we live in is real crazy and it's got to be tough for a kid. The only place that people used to filter was Vogue magazines, you know, yeah, the real, yeah. real glossy cover magazines. Yeah. So the only place that you could filter yourself was going to be on Vogue. Oh, or whatever, any of the magazines. If yeah. a magazine was going to do a pictorial magazines. on you, oh, yeah, you're going to get airbrushed. But no, airbrushed. most people aren't getting, mag, you know, magazine pictorials. You know what I mean? But it's just so like, the people that are really evil are the ones that created filters. Well, no, because you want to take a good picture. I get it. I think that it's worse when you are saying that that's you. One, you're lying to yourself. You know what I mean? Because you might go to the gym every day, and it's just not enough to get you where you want to go. So you like do the filtering up, and then it's like, no, that's me. You know? But it's like, nah, bro, it's fucking not you. And women especially, because they're like, oh, guys lie all the time. But I'm like, when you look at pictures of you, like, it's like, you're, you guys are walking lies in a lot of ways now, man. You know what I'm saying? I look on some social media, and it's like, I know this girl my whole life. She don't look like that, dude, you know? Yeah. And she hasn't gotten any work done. She's just gotten digital media work done. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if you still caught her at the, at the drugstore, she don't look like that, bro. Right. So, you know, I just, I don't know what we're doing. And then, you no, know, she's got kids. One yes. of the girls I'm talking about has got kids. So what is that? When her kids got to see the picture that her mother puts on. It's like, my, you don't look like that. So don't tell me I'm supposed to, I can't fuck with mine, you know? So right. I just, I don't know. When the girls, the, the younger girls are on TikTok, they also say, well, we're doing dance routines, yeah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, you're trying to keep it on the up and up and keep it productive. But at the same time, you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for 
a camera and a social media yes. to go viral. Yes. And, and you got pressure on yourself. Oh, I, I didn't do the dance routine good enough. Mm -hmm. Suzanne in my class, she crushed it. You know, it's like, right. it's just... Because like, when we were kids, the only people that saw what we did were in the gymnasium, there, there. at the Present. football game. Now, listen, if, if you did something really crazy, a word might explode in, in school. You sure. know what I mean? That could happen. Through your town. Yeah, or through, through your school Not or whatever. Not viral throughout the world. Yeah, no. And again, you probably have to, it'd have to be probably a, a level up on the normal day-to-day. -day. You got into a fight. Everybody in school knows you got into a fight, right? right. You know? But if it's like you said, if you farted in gym class... You might, you know, the people in the gym class know, you know, maybe it spreads a little bit. But now, you know, I don't know how to handle it. There's because this girl, I'm just going to call her out. There's this girl named Negin Marisali. She's got this huge Instagram following and a hairline. She's Persian. She lives in Europe somewhere. She's perfect. She's like this, like, very tall, very slender, very beautiful, just a Barbie doll. This girl got called out a long ass time ago for doctoring all her photos. If you're going to the gym already, if you're out, you're busting your ass to just be more successful, stronger, healthier, anything that you're doing really hard every day. And then on top of all that, you're going to go and doctor your pictures on top of that. Girl, you're already five foot nine, you're already naturally beautiful and everything about you is so great. And the fact that you still feel the need to make your waist more slender and your thighs thinner and your hair fuller and all of these things, it's like, what the fuck do you expect a normal girl with normal, uh, what do you call it? Measurements. Yeah. Proportions to do. Cause a lot of people, like you said, like you can go to the gym and hit it hard or, you know, you could study hard or you can work hard. It's like the whole like get up off your ass and work like it doesn't have to do with that. Hard work doesn't mean you're going to look like the cover of a magazine or you're going to have an eight figure salary. No, but see, that's what's fucked up because it could. You could bust your ass to the point that, you're, wow, you look like you're worthy for the cover of a magazine. But then when you still take it to another, like, one's enough enough. Exactly. And who are you trying to impress? You know exactly. what I mean? And again, we're in a point where it's just, it's really unrealistic expectations of what we're supposed to look, how our lives are really, you know, nobody puts on, nobody, like, posts their Instagram of the shitty day that they had doing nothing. You know, it's always yeah. that they're on a jet. Like, they, they literally, there's people that rent jets. Or, the, or they go to stages right. to, to look like they've been sitting on a private plane to take pictures. Yeah, I remember like, when like, I was pregnant, we got invited, me and Brandon got invited to a pop-up that was meant for that. You walked into this place that used to be in El Torito on La Cienega, and it had, well, this looks like you're sitting in first class. This one, you're in a ball pit. The pictures are on my mom's Instagram, too. Like, this one, you're walking up like an invisible staircase. It was a photo op place. Yeah. And the Museum of Ice Cream is like a place in New York where people go into it. It's like, if you're going to be, listen. if so people, people die. You know what I mean? They, they want to go on that ledge or they go on that, like, yeah, there's been like 10 people shot to get that in photo. The Grand Canyon. Yeah. Or, you know, or this peak over. or some shit. It's like, what? Yeah. It's crazy. Mount Montuhisu. Um, when you're reading, this might be a little random thought, but 
when you're trying to be productive, right? And you fall into the social media rabbit hole, you think that you're doing something to quote, relax you. But in fact, going on social media is making you feel, feel unhappy yes. about everything. It's making you feel much worse. In literally every single Absolutely. way. Absolutely. That's, so, that's why you stay in the hole. That's why you Because you, stay you keep in the looking hole. for a way out. You keep looking right. for like, oh, let me see something's going to make me feel better. Or let me see something. And, you, and it's just stuff that's making you feel worse. And again, this isn't even to knock social media because we need it. You know what I mean? I, I we connect with There's our dirties through social it. media. There's you know great things about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really made a world smaller than it's ever been before. You know, you take the book that I've been writing, right? So one of the things that I'm going to do, I need a launch group. And a launch group can't be any friends or family. It's got to be 20 strangers, more or less. Right. So I'm going to ask the dirties. I'm going to ask people on my social media. Sure. I need like 20 people to read the book. There are plenty of positive things about yes. social media. We're talking about the negative ones that suck you in and make you feel like shit about yourself. Well, for, for me, it's not. It's it's less about that. Like, yeah, I get it. But I don't give a fuck. Sound. I know it sounds mean. I don't give a fuck about anybody else when it comes to that. I really worry about my kid. Like, there's going to come a day and age where he comes home, and it's not close. It's a far, it's far away, but, like, he's going to need to know how to use the laptop, and he's going to need to know how to use the iPad, because otherwise he's going to start behind all the other fucking kids, you know, when it comes to getting jobs and shit in the future. He's going to need to know how to use this shit. And then, you know, it's a matter of time before he wants a TikTok account or he wants a Snapchat or he wants a whatever the fuck. And it's, I, I, I don't, and in some ways I'm relieved because it's much easier for a boy. We but, are very lucky that we have a boy. And, you know, for all the people that are girl moms and dads out there, it does take a different kind of grooming and a different kind of attentiveness. It's a crazy, crazy time to live in. And uh, I don't know how we control it. I don't. Well, I'll tell you one way we can control it. Put your fucking phone down. You want to post something and be productive. That's easier said than done, kid. Not you, me this week. This you, week. You don't put your phone down ever. It's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning. And when you like, and if you're having trouble sleeping, you go right to your phone. I'm pretty okay with my habits this past, okay. for a long time, not just this week. I've been a lot better because I know what I'm doing on my phone. I'm getting my shit done. And I don't have to prove it to anybody but myself. Yeah. I just got to prove it to myself. I don't have to prove it to anybody else. If you and I want to get down and dirty about things that we want to say to each other as constructive criticism, I'm always game for that. You know, you're one of my best friends. You're my partner in life. You know, you're my son's father. You're my husband. We're here to try to make each other the best we can, you know, become. So... I'm not adverse to criticism. I'm just telling you, if I want to pick up my phone and and create something on my phone for social media, great. That's going to give somebody something to see that if they like it, they'll read it. And if they don't, they'll keep their phone in there, you know, on do not disturb. One of the best habits that I learned that you can pick up is not to allow yourself to get distracted with shit that's not on your on your list. You know, it's important not to do that. If you're picking up your phone to answer an email or an important work call and you know right now is your work time, I have no guilt about being on my phone. But if I was going to sit there and scroll, I, I'm like not about that. I listen to podcasts. I listen to music. I'm reading stuff. So 
the biggest thing that stood out to me as I've been going about my business was um, how many relationships are falling apart. People are breaking up and people are unhappy in their relationships, cheating, just going their separate ways. And I thought it was really relevant to put that on the Instagram. And I'm going to pull up my messages right now. This week, you'll see because of the length of the question, we're only going to do one question for the Q&A. It's a long one, and I got to omit some information so that certain people listening don't hear it. But it's it's juicy. You mean she wants to remain anonymous? Yes. Because she, I'm not saying her name, listen, so. and there's other people in her circle that listen, so... Yeah. The night before my wedding, I was driving my matron of honor and my now husband, who has, who was my future husband, then home from our rehearsal dinner. They were both drunk. I looked into my rearview mirror, and they were both making out in front of my face. My sister-in-law was driving the car behind us, so I couldn't stop the car. I yelled and asked them both to stop. I was panicked, freaking out, and I hit a curb. I looked back in the rearview mirror and told them to stop. And they were still kissing. Our wedding was the next day with 175 people coming, so I could not stop the wedding. My father was walking me down the aisle. As you can imagine, my wedding was a disaster. I had to hack Tappy. When inside, I was completely devastated. How would you handle this? It's been a year, and I still can't get over this. When you ask this question, please do not use my name. I would like to know how you would handle this. And your listeners, I know that my friend probably listens to your podcast. I would definitely like for her to know what she has caused. Thank you, brokenhearted girl, in advance. Oh, and I forgot, worst part, I took a video of her when she was walking to my car because I wanted her to know how drunk she was. And the next day, my husband and the best man were holding her because she couldn't walk. So she slept in my house the, that night. The day happened. The next day, I woke up in my, she woke up in my bed. The, sorry, it's just, she worded this pretty terribly. I'm just trying, doing my best. The minute she woke up, she played the card of, oh, my God, I have no idea what happened last night. I was so drunk. So I said, oh, everything happened last night. I have a video. So something told me to look at the video before I showed her. When I looked at the video, my husband was grabbing her ass. When I finally confronted her two months later, all she said was, I can't believe that happened. I don't remember any of this. She never said I'm sorry. She just kept saying I can't remember any of this, which I don't believe because he said the same thing and then reacted because all of a sudden he remembered when I said, I will not speak to you until you your memory comes back. Please help. Um, I feel sick to my stomach for this girl. I wouldn't have gone on with the wedding. Listen, I wouldn't have gone on with the wedding. Yeah, I would not. I, I, I mean, I would have fucking at that point punched everyone in the face. You're paying for everything, so you like you can't. Divorce is more expensive. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. Have, and I gotta be honest. It sounds like she's giving the girl a way harder time pass. than she's giving the husband. No, she's giving the husband a pass. She was great. He was grabbing her ass in the video. He's making out with some girl that was obviously white. I, I sympathize with that. You could get blackout drunk. That happens, and she might have had too much to drink. And if she did, she would think that she was in the, you know, the safety of her best friend, her future husband. And like, you know, she would at least feel safe. I'm not By absolving way, her of everything, me. but it sounds Why like the are husband. You the sober one at your rehearsal dinner being the designated driver for your fucking maid of honor and your fucking husband. 
where the fuck is your driver or your Uber or someone else or your maid of honor should be the motherfucking designated driver. But why are you getting shit faced at the like why why is everybody getting fall down drunk at the rehearsal dinner? Except for her, the bride. Yeah, because you you wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like you're getting married the next day. If you want to get shit faced, do it the next day at your wedding. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, you can get whacked out drunk on any night of the week if you ask me i don't care i'm just saying i would never want to be in a position where i'm the sober one on a night like that where i'm in the front seat and why are they in the back seat who was yeah, in the passenger seat that, that doesn't solve your problem though who because you're saying passenger? oh i wish i was drunk too because if i was drunk too maybe i don't give a fuck what happened that still doesn't change to what happened yeah it does because it paints a picture that she was taking care of two people and she's not the sober companion. Maybe she is the bride. But maybe she's not a drinker. Maybe she's not someone that likes to drink. Mm-hmm. Your cousin Zeba doesn't like to drink. Yes. You know, maybe she's someone that doesn't like to have a drink. Yes. That's no fault in that. I'm saying, why is everybody getting shit-faced the why? night before the wedding? Who you know was what sitting I mean? shotgun then? Her fiance should have been, the groom should have been sitting shotgun. Right, now, listen, I think that she's. If a, I looked back, when you read this, I don't it, care. It, it sounds if, like she really has a problem with the girl. If I looked in the rearview mirror and I saw them kissing, I wouldn't give a fuck if my sister in law was in the car behind me. Yeah. I would be happy. Let her fucking be at the scene of the crime. No, that'd be the one so that, hit that me. she could be the witness. But not even that, she'd hit me in the back. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll slam on the brakes Absolutely. and she's gonna hit me. So I know that she's not gonna sue me. It's my sister. You know what I'm saying? Sister in law. A sister in law, whatever. Yeah, that sounds like an excruciating car ride home. I gotta tell you. Yeah, why? I gotta tell you, they kept making out after they hit the fucking curb. Yeah. So they're still sitting there. She's ready to just, ready to just crying, looking in the rear view mirror. Please stop. And then yeah. just fucking face. Ugh. And why am I worried so? <laughs> much what oh. 176 people that nobody gives a shit about you how's this i would think that they'd be if they were told why this is what went down i think yes. they'd still give the envelope bro you know what i mean like can't keep the hey, money man pay for my dinner because you're paying that's the that's one of the main reasons like she said her father's walking down the aisle though everyone's coming that's one of the reasons that she feels trapped to do it in that situation like i had a buddy you know, we've talked about Sammy. Sammy at his wedding was like, uh, "This is this is no good." You know what I mean? And I had a buddy too that, at like, at his rehearse uh, reception, was like, "I don't like this girl." You know what I mean? I can't. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't been in love with her in years. I don't know what I did. What I did? What I? You know? How I got this far? So my question is for this woman to ask herself, why I I care too much. I fucking, I made a mistake to to care too much about what my sister-in-law thinks. I care too much to disappoint what 176 people who really She's are going to go short. home and they're going to be short. worried about themselves. Yeah. Newsflash, everybody only cares about themselves. In this instance, she and, should only care about herself because nobody was caring about her. And, and yeah, and like your dad is going to be proud of you that you had the balls Very to stand true. up for yourself Very true. and not go down that road. Trust me, as a dad, I would, I would be way happier to hear that, yeah, the guy was making out with some girl and I'm not doing this yeah. than to hear that, oh, we're doing it because I don't want to disappoint you from walking me down the aisle, you know? Yeah. Like, we'll be all right, dude. And I'm glad that you haven't gotten over it yet because the you fact shouldn't. that you haven't gotten over it you yet shouldn't. means you still have the essence of your soul inside and intact inside of you. But again, man, I, I'm just... 
I got to be a little hard on you too. I feel like you're giving the dude a little bit of a pass. When I read that, and I, that might have sound like this the first time I ever read it, but it's not. I read it a few times. It's like you want to keep coming down on her. And I'm not saying she's, you know, not guilty at all, but she might have had too many. You know what I mean? Maybe she, like that might feel something that she feels dirty about, so whatever. What, so, okay. But like he's not innocent. Okay, so lean into the guy then. What's the, what's the guy's defense? He was drunk too. But that's no defense. Okay, yeah. You're married. You're married tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's saying that, you know. Yeah. Like the single first. girls do but, crazy yeah, shit. But it's not just that. Like, you get that That means that what? You can't get drunk ever again? Because anytime you do, like, this could happen? Because right. we're getting married tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting married tomorrow. No like that's, So that should be a reason that, you know, because what happens when we are married five years you, you go to, out to a, a ball game with your friends and have one too many. That's not a reason. That's not a justification. I don't even know why you're getting drunk like that the day before you're getting married. I don't know. Then he's playing grab ass with her in the car. That's, all that's dirty, too. Like, what are you that's doing? It's disgusting. She, she took the video because she wanted to show her friend how drunk she was. Meanwhile, her husband's playing grab ass with some drunk broad that is her friend, you know, like, I well, don't know. I think what that says, I think good. that what that says is that she actually has an expectation of loyalty from her friend more than this man. She might even feel closer to her best friend than she does to this man that she's going to marry. I, I disagree. I think sometimes it's you know it's easier to be mad at the friend. It's well, easier to point all the venom that way than to look at your man and be like, yo, what the fuck were you doing, dude? She planned a whole life. Some you people I mean? think that men come and go, and the friends are the ones that that you want to go through life with. And vice versa. And vice versa. Some friend, Some people think that, you know, I can find a new friend. My husband's my husband. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For so, sure. You know... But I, I, I feel bad, girlfriend. You know what I mean? All I know is I would I would definitely kick. I would, I would put some fear a, into him. I would think of a very classy way. I would put some way. fear in, into him. You know what I mean? I would definitely not let bygones be bygones, and I would put some fear into One him. One year in a marriage is not that long. No, but obviously it's something that she's still eating at her. So it's not like it's been one year of easy peasy. This is something that has been really eating at her. So she's going to have to get out in front of that shit somehow. And get it off her chest. If you guys don't have kids, then I would find a very classy way to put them on blast and say, it took me a long time to have the courage to stand up for myself and stand up to the truth. But this happened the night before my wedding. I felt yeah, the I pressure. I don't think you have to put anybody on blast. That doesn't make anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, put that's, them on blast. That's, but, Let but that's, the world know. I don't think that's going to make her feel better. She doesn't want you to know. She doesn't want us to say her name. You know what I mean? So obviously there's a part to it that there's, she's embarrassed about. She's probably a little humiliated. You know what I mean? I think the last thing she wants to do is put people on. I'm talking about for her own okay, self. For her, privately, for her Mary Tyler Moore throwing a hat in the air. So she needs to have that out with him. If you are if you say keep it private, then Well, she needs to do whatever she wants to do. I'm just saying I wouldn't tell her to do it. I'm telling her to do whatever she needs to make her feel comfortable, make her sleep at night because he can't keep still being, yeah, I'm He's going to do it again, girl. For sure. If people cheat on you, they're going to do it again. And if you're only one year in, there's a whole slew of problems that are going to come into your life that you have no idea about. Tommy and I, our marriage at the one year mark was a lot less complicated than where it is now. Is that true? We had a baby. We're having a baby. And if they're a year, we're going to Dr. Gadia. 
Life becomes a lot more complicated the longer you go into a marriage. Okay. Well, when you have this time, listen, he still denies it. If he was accountable, sure, let's go forward. I don't. So I don't think it's necessary. This is always going to happen. I think if he was like, listen, man, I can't believe I got fucking drunk like that. I'm embarrassed as a man. I'm embarrassed as your husband that all that went down. That shit's never going to happen again. You know me, babe. That's not me. Yes. Then we're talking You're a different right. game, but that's not what happened. He's like, yo, man, I was fucking shit-faced. You saw the video? I'm drunk. That don't count, you know? Did he say that? Yeah, that's and more or less, that's what he said. So again, if that's where he is and he's still can't take any responsibility for it, that's different. Then you got problems because then you. I do believe that something like that will happen again. It might not necessarily be cheating. It might be that, you know, he cleans out the savings account because he goes gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he'll do fucked up shit again because he doesn't take responsibility when he does fucked up shit. You know? So if you don't hold his feet to the fire, fuck the friend because friends will come and go. You know what I mean? Cut this her is, off. You got bigger problems in your backyard first that you need to deal with. You know, you got a, there's a rat in the hen house. You need to worry about that first. So the husband's the rat? Yeah, you got to worry about that first. You got to deal with that problem first. That's why you're not sleeping well. It's not your friend, dude. You might be telling yourself that, but I promise it's not. Yeah, because it might, like you're saying, it's easier to blame the friend because you can't really get rid of your husband. But I would, I would be like, hey, I'm only in one year. It's going to get a lot more difficult Marriage is hard. A life with one person is hard. Picking a partner is a difficult decision. Everyone is flawed. So you got to make sure you pick somebody that you think is the right person that deserves to be your partner because you're going to hit bumps no matter how great you guys are. And if you're only one year in and it's bothering you, I consider that a blessing for you to do the right thing. Make sure that you reach some kind of reconciliation, that you're going to go into therapy or you're going to, he's going to, you know, make good on his mistake. And if he doesn't want to, then kick that motherfucker to the curb. Yeah. While you're in early. You're not even that invested. If you think about the kind of shit that you have coming down the road in a life together, you're going to look back and be like, ooh, I should have just cut him off while we weren't even yeah, that deep. Yeah, like, definitely don't be. Listen, I'll tell you right now, as a parent, if you have no kids, you owe it to any future kids to have this conversation with now. this man before you have any kids. The kid will be too before you even real your world's done spinning One and of my you get a chance to catch your breath and be like I hate this I hate him yeah. you know what I mean so you're going to start hate each other anyway that, but you need to fucking have that conversation well well in advance One of my friends from work was telling me that she she's like yeah all my friends that are married they're just staying together for the sake of the kids people do once you have kids yeah, sure. you will not want to break up that home for the sake of the child so when you take the kid out of the equation, they were all down to go separate ways. Sorry, bad decision. Yep, I totally agree. We fucked up. We didn't know what we were getting into. We were falling under societal pressures. We got married. We're not compatible. Guess what? You don't have kids? 
cut it off. I, but I think that's very coastal too. I think that's very New York, and I think that's very L.A. I think L.A., New York are very. What's going on on the other side of the street? That grass looks pretty green over there, and I think that they they're not ready to withstand the trials and tribulations that go on with any marriage. If you're going to be with someone till the dirt, till the end, there's going to be ups and downs. It's never going to be rosy every fucking day. It's just not. When people now today expect that. They expect it to be like that. And the second that it's not, or it's, ooh, it's been three weeks in a row where it's not like this that. This is not rosy. This is, he cheated on her. He did Yeah, no, but that's it, not what you just said. That's be- not the conversation you just said. You said that you're talking about the, the lady at work, your friend at work, and she said everybody is just together for the kids. I don't think that's the, and if you take no, the kids out said- of the, the equation, they all move on and they'll all be good. Again, I think that's a, a, a coastal thing. I think middle America, I think a lot of the places where, and I hate to put, throw religion on it, but a lot of people where they'll stick things out further. They'll still put up with more. They're more committed to the vows that they take. We're listen. here. I think it's like, oh, I'm like, I'm on my third marriage. Listen, okay. <laughs> listen, if you and I didn't have kids, would we stay together? Yes. Why wouldn't we? Right. Because we have love and we have commitment. And if we fuck up, we want to fix those problems together. And if life swings us something that's difficult, whatever it is, not that we wronged each other. It could just be, you know, the state of the world, you know, all of the things that are actually happening in our lives. We want to work it through. But if from Jump Street, from the beginning of the relationship, the beginning of the marriage, we keep fucking each other over, why should we stay? Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, we still have, and again, Keep sending your questions in as per usual. We actually have a ton, but that Sorry, one we was couldn't a real, get to more. That was a juicy one. It was a time-consuming one. You can't use the word juicy. That word belongs to our girl, Heather McDonald. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I know, Tommy, you have some announcements to make. First, you know, Fight Club next month. Anybody want to donate some books, please really appreciate it. And as I mentioned, I, uh, you know, I'm going to put together a launch group so if you guys have any interest, all it really is is just like, you know, 20 people that would take the book in advance, read it, you know, write a review, that type of nonsense, that type of deal. It would help me out. That and, ain't no uh, nonsense. That's dope. Yeah. The idea is if every one of them tells someone and then they tell someone, it could spread like wildfire. But we appreciate you guys. Thank you guys on Patreon who are subscribing every week. And I love doing it. And we'll keep it going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, dirties, we will see you next week. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.